Yo, 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 what's going on, everybody? It's your boy, HRGF, a.k.a. He Raps Great For Real, and you are now tuning in to Super Anime Podcast. That's right, we back, episode two, where we talk about and decipher certain characters and groups and try to make sense of their morals, ethics, skills, and more. I'm really excited about this episode. I've been talking about this episode with my dude Clutch for a while. Shout out to Clutch again. Um, I know he's really gonna debate this one with me after this airs, but it's the truth. Well, it's my truth anyway, and I can't wait to get it off my chest. This episode is entitled Naruto. Is he the hardest working ninja? Very, very debatable, but let's just jump right into it, all right? Shout out to all my Naruto fans. Here we go. So we are very, very familiar with Naruto Uzumaki, a.k.a. the savior of the world or the child of the prophecy and later the hero of the hidden leaf. But many question whether Naruto is as hardworking as some would like to believe. Hmm, It's the truth. I, I think we can all say that. I mean, there's a lot of hardworking ninjas in the show, but is he the most hardworking? I don't know. Now, before I dive deep into this discussion, I would like to state that now I am not saying Naruto isn't hardworking. Now, if you've watched Naruto or Shippuden, then you know that not only was Naruto shunned for having the Nine Tails beast inside of him, but had to establish a huge framework of trust from his villagers to prove that he had what it takes to become the seventh Hokage and eventually the protector of not only the Hidden Leaf, but of the world, so to speak. All right. I, I don't think there's no argument there. He indefatigably worked on his mind, body, and soul to become the person he is today. All true facts. However, does that necessarily mean he was the most hardworking ninja in the show? That's the part we're trying to debate, you know? That's what we're here to find out because that statement can easily be refuted. Debated. It's debatable. It's debatable. All right? Now, one thing we can all admire about Naruto is that he doesn't take any shortcuts when it comes to becoming the best he can be, which is great. I mean, I think anyone can adulate that, especially when you want the title of being the best. Now, while others may find ways to enhance their abilities and skills more quickly, Naruto would rather stick it out the traditional way and practice as much as possible until he reaches his milestone or goal. Admirable. I mean, come on now. Super, super dope. But let's talk about Naruto's determination and how he may not be as hardworking as he thinks he is compared to the other ninjas in in his universe, you know, because again, there are other ninjas out there that work just as hard, if not harder. Now, again, I'd like to reiterate that in no shape or form am I saying Naruto is weak or is incapable of defeating some of, if not the most powerful shinobis in the show, because he himself has already proven that again. There is no argument about this dude being hardworking, putting in the work, uh, uh, defeating some of the greatest people in the show, especially after he's already been bested by them. He really is the truth. But this conversation is strictly discussing his hard work and fortitude towards training to be the best. All right. So we're solely going to be talking about hard work for the the majority. I mean, I'm going to reference other things for context, but it's more so focusing on his hard work. So let's unravel why Naruto is the way he is first, right? Before we attempt to determine whether he is the hardest working ninja in the series. Again, for context, but we're mostly going to be focusing on his hard work, right? So Naruto was born with the nine-tailed beast fox after his father sacrificed his soul to be split to give half the energy to himself and the other half to his son, right? We all know that. 
His father was Minato the fourth Hokage of Konoha, regarded as one of the best Hokages of his time due to his tremendous feats in physical prowess and chakra prowess. I mean, because he had a lot of chakra reserves. Huge. And that would, that's what, you know, pretty much led to Naruto having as much, if not more. Now, some could argue that with that being said, Naruto was almost destined to be great due to that fact alone that he had the advantage of having the beast within him and being the son of the Hokage, even though he didn't learn about this fact until later on in his life, you know? But it doesn't change that, in my opinion. It doesn't change that. Now, he still had to put in the effort, of course, to become the ninja he was meant to be. But those two material facts already puts him above the average ninja when it comes to instinctual and natural prowess. That's just my opinion. And we can, and, and as we dive deeper into it, I think you're going to see that it, it really is kind of like fact, though. You know, I'm sorry. I mean, we'll get there. Now. It was shown that although Naruto was an inept student at first, you know, I mean, he failed to graduate the academy three times and, and he was poor. He had poor observational and developmental skills. You know, I mean, he he really wasn't that great. I mean, he you used to get his ass whipped constantly. And but, you know, he still had one of the biggest chakra reserves in the show, though, due to his her, uh, hereditary lineage. You know what I mean? That's just a fact. So one more time, I'm not saying that Naruto didn't have to train his body, mind, and spirit to tap into these chakra reserves, or that he didn't work hard for the spot he now claims. But to make the statement that hard work is the only reason why this man is the way he is, with those material facts, is blasphemy. I'm sorry. I mean, it just doesn't make sense. Like, just to say that he's hardworking solely off hard work alone, and not those things that pretty much help carry him to, to, to where he is today... Blasphemy. I'm sorry. Blasphemy. It's it's shiganery. Okay, look. Let's do a comparison, right? I think this I think this will clear a lot of things up. I will use a superhero reference just for clarity, right? In the Kingdom Come story arc in DC Comics, right? Superman and Wonder Woman end the series by announcing to Batman that they are expecting a child. If you haven't read this, you should. It's super super dope. Super super dope. Shout out to Alex Ross for the for the artwork. If you are familiar with Superman and Wonder Woman's background, you would know that one is an alien from Krypton with extraordinary abilities, right? With too many to name and list. And the other is a demigoddess, also with extraordinary abilities, too many to name and list. Now, that story arc also showed that Superman and Wonder Woman wanted Batman to not only be the godfather to the child, but ask Batman to help raise and train the child as he grows older. So let's look at those facts right there, just with that little bit of information I just gave you. We have an offspring that is half Kryptonian half Amazon, and is being partially raised by Batman. Bruh. Right? That's crazy. The Trinity. Now, this is the Holy Trinity raising one child, essentially. Will this child have to work hard to hone their extraordinary gifts? Yes. Will this child go through ordeals and tribulations to make sense of these gifts? Yes. Will this child take shortcuts to jump right into battle without proper chaining? training uh probably not considering the guardians watching over he or she never took them took any of themselves you know what i mean batman definitely didn't take any shortcuts wonder woman definitely didn't take any shortcuts and superman had to learn all of his abilities without any guidance from anyone even before you know seeing his father uh jor-el in the fortress of solitude with the crystals and meeting his um cousin etc right But to say that this child will have no major hurdles, obstacles, and challenges compared to someone like Robin, Beast Boy, Static Shock, Black Lightning, etc. is absolutely preposterous. I'm sorry. There are so many factors that make that child far more superior than any other future hero. And unfortunately, while he or she may work hard, they don't have to work as hard 
due to genetics. And that is just a plain fact, period, period. You know, I mean, come on, like that child is going to be born with extraordinary gifts and abilities. So someone like Robin, who doesn't have those abilities, has to train even harder to keep up with someone like that because that particular child, he or she can just run into battle without any real training, to be honest with you, and just fuck shit up. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Like, fuck shit up, period. Now, Naruto being the son of the Hokage and having the nine-tailed beast fox inside of him and those chakra reserves because of the, the fox gives him an unfair advantage against anyone in his class, whether he knows how to tap into it or not. He didn't choose this life, by the way, but this life most certainly benefits him in the long run when it comes to prowess and aptitude, all right? While he works hard like everyone else, deep down, he'll never have to work as hard, right? So let's discuss who might possibly work harder than Naruto in the entire anime series, whether it be Naruto or Shippuden. So a perfect example, and I'm sure you guys are already, you know, know who I'm going to talk about is a uh, Mike guy and rock Lee. I feel like they're, they're perfect examples. And I'm sure, again, I'm sure you guys were predicting that already. Now, as you may know, Mike guy and rock Lee both had little to no talent when it came to ninjutsu and genjutsu. So they primarily solely focused on taijutsu to make up the difference, right? So Mike guy respectfully grew up to be considered one of the most legendary shinobi that Konoha has ever seen, gaining the respects from the likes of Itachi, Kakashi, Madara, and more. I mean, those three alone, if they're saying that you're nice, you're nice, period. Now, this goes for Rock Lee as well with similar circumstances. So I say that to say this. Since Lee and Guy weren't born with incalculable amounts of chakra or the abilities to effectively perform creative and complicated jutsus with the use of ninjutsu and genjutsu, these two had to work extra hard to make up the difference to compete with the people that had these prowesses that they didn't necessarily have themselves. And I say that because... They, you know, did exhibit a little bit of genjutsu and a little bit of ninjutsu, but not enough to be considered like God status, right? You know, Lee and Guy had to work tirelessly to hone these abilities and constantly train to make sure that they don't fall behind to their counterparts. Kakashi being Guy's counterpart, his rival, you know? So it, they, they had to put in a lot of extra work that I feel like Naruto hadn't, you know, didn't have to do. Not only did uh, not only do they train hard, but they push themselves past their limits physically uh, to again make up for the fact they don't use ninjutsu or genjutsu. Wow. Now, some may argue that this doesn't prove that Naruto doesn't work hard or even harder than these two, but how does it not? Right? Almost every shinobi in the show has worked hard to some degree, but the ones with the unfair advantages of having uh, a beast inside of them, or Sharingan, or Byakugan, or some form of enhancement didn't have to work as hard because these abilities give them an unfair advantage over ninjas that don't have them. They're already like considered genius type people. Neji, you know, Itachi, Sasuke, those men, Naruto, you know what I mean? Like they all were already blessed with, I mean, the whole Ochiha clan, Ochiha clan of off rip, you know what I mean? Like, come on now, you know what I mean? So it's, Anyway, I'm not saying that they chose this life, again, because they were born into these clans and were born with these beasts and demons, right, for the most part. But it doesn't change the fact that just tapping into these abilities, even a little, helps them in the battlefield in any capacity. So again, even if they didn't have much fighting experience or training, that alone, the the, the Sharingan, the Byakugan, the Beast alone, lets them have the ability to hold their own against people that are far stronger than them and with training make it even more contesting so it's like come on so if you compare the margins of how lee and guy can keep up with 
with the same people Naruto faces with the, with the, his advantage and chakra chakra powers and ninjutsu and genjutsu, this shouldn't actually be possible, right? Besides Madara and his Sage of the Six Paths, which 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 can only be combated by Taijutsu, Naruto should be able to defeat his opponents much easier than Guy and Lee, right? But why doesn't he? Because there's been times where we see in the show where he actually does have problems with people that don't have the same things that I mean that that, that have the same things that he does. So it's like Dog, it should be a walk in the park, but it's not. And now if Lee and Guy could go against high-level opponents with just Taijutsu alone, Naruto should have no problem taking out the same threats with ease. With ease, because you could argue that if Lee and Guy could master Ninjutsu or Genjutsu or even have one of the abilities I mentioned prior, you know, the Sharingan, Byakugan, Sage Mode, all they'd probably be the most broken characters in the show next to the Hokages themselves. Could you imagine Mike Guy with Sharingan? Are you kidding me? Are you on top of the eight gates and everything else? Bruh, bruh, it wouldn't even be fair. Imagine Rock Lee with Byakugan. Really, nigga? Lightning fast speed, the eight gates, and he knows exactly where your chakra points are. Come on, rest in peace. Finish him. When Lee fought Sasuke for the first time, right, he mentioned that some people in life were effort types and genius types. Clearly, Naruto falls into the hybrid genius slash hardworking effort type category due to his prowess and genetics, but his effort was never really there until he trained enough to gain the trained enough to match his genius. So he gained it eventually, but you know, he had to put a lot in in order to reach that genius level type, you know. Guy, Lee, Jiraiya and a few others less fortunate ninja had to use enormous amounts of effort in order to keep up with the genius type ninjas, which was a detriment to them, but ultimately helped them surpass in certain areas that the genius types couldn't master, right? <laughs> Fuck what you talking about. <laughs> now, speaking of Jiraiya, who was Naruto's godfather, aka the pervy sage, hey, also had to work immensely hard to keep up with other legendary ninja of his time. I know that sounds crazy, but it's true. He too wasn't blessed with all the talents and gifts like the Uchiha and Hyuga clan members were born with. He was not. No, he was not. Now, again, I'm not saying that Jiraiya was a slouch because that would be a bold-faced lie considering his status and the fact that he trained three of the most legendary shinobis in the show, Minato, uh, Nagato, and Naruto. I mean, those, those three made the most noise in the show, right? But he wasn't deemed a born genius. He was not. He wasn't a genius like Itachi and Obito and all these other... I mean, shit, you can't even say Obito because it took a while for him to awaken his Sharingan. But anyway, he wasn't a genius, right? During his training and tutelage with Haruzen, he failed constantly at the tests that were given to him and didn't meet up to the standards like his counterparts Tsunade and Orochimaru. Now, that sounds kind of contradictory considering Naruto had a similar backstory, but again, Jiraiya wasn't born to an hierarchical bloodline like, like, like Naruto, nor did he have a beast... Or a chakra reserves the last days at a time. Because, you know, Naruto has exhibited that, like, that he can fight for literally 24 to 48 hours. You know what I mean? That That's insane. Other people that tried or have attempted to do that or even succeeded were literally done. You know what I mean? Within the first, like, 5 to 10 hours. So, for them to keep going, that was, like, just pure willpower. That wasn't even chakra at that point. You know what I mean? So, that being said... Jiraiya had to put a lot of effort into studying his opponents and writing notes that allowed him to decipher their tactics and skills to use to use them to his advantage and benefit when competing in battle. Like when um when uh Itachi and Kisame uh ran up on Sasuke and Jiraiya popped up out of nowhere and you know he put that that 
that wall around them. And of course, Hitachi broke out of it, no problem. He had to write those notes down because he was like, oh, one second. Now, they were not supposed to break out of that. You know what I mean? Like, he takes the notes for everyone he, he goes against so he can learn how to beat them. Whereas, like, Naruto will just use his battle experience and then, you know, all the other skills and enhancements and abilities that he has to just best his opponents. You know what I mean? So his training wasn't just physical. It was also mental and emotional, which separates him from the genius type warriors of his time. Simply put, Naruto being the child of the prophecy already puts him ahead of a lot of the ninja in the show because it was a pre-or- it was preordained that he would either change the world for good or, the- or for the worse. Shit is crazy. That title alone secures his fate because the majority of the ninja in the show never had titles with such high regard. You know, I mean, people had some high titles, you know, but not the child of the prophecy, the savior of the hidden leaf. Like, get me? Like, come on now. That's that's insane. Now, lastly, a person that should be considered for the title of hardest working ninja in the anime slash manga or a whole entire series is Sakura. That's you right. I said it. I know a lot of people are probably like, oh, how? How? Swag? How? It's I'm up. You know, listen, I'm about to put you guys on. You know what I mean? While she may be regarded as a useless character when it comes to her fighting abilities, Sakura is definitely not a slouch when it comes to her hard work and ethic. I mean, granted, she eventually gets nice with the fighting too, but nah, I'm telling you, like. Listen, when she first joined Team 7, she knew immediately that she had to catch up to her two other teammates, Naruto and Sasuke, which led her to train exclusively as a medic with legendary Sanin Tsunade. Now, Shikamaru even remarked her as a talentless shinobi, which further encouraged her to work harder to become a suitable ninja that can be respected by her family and friends, right? Because, again, her fighting skills were just straight trash. That's when they needed her most when it came to fighting, and she wasn't even up to par with that. But after training for a grueling two and a half years with Lady Tsunade, Sakura was able to perform feats that was incomparable to most ninja in her class. Some people can't even do the things that Sakura does because of the level of skill that she has. Right? Sakura had to work tirelessly to master several techniques and, most importantly, her chakra control so she can execute techniques like the strength of a hundred seal, which she used to heal pretty much the entire village. Without that, I mean... Let's be honest, the show wouldn't have been the show, you know? She also worked very hard to break away from Genjutsu or even sense it before it actually occurs. And she's shown countless times of her using that against other opponents while her teammates are literally just succumbed to it and they can't even do anything. So it's like, come on. Now, people love to scream that Sakura is useless. I mean, I even do it sometimes. I mean, it's I'm guilty of it. I scream it. But she still has saved her team, especially Naruto, on several occasions, which could have ultimately left Naruto dead in various time periods. Like, I'm sorry, whether it be in the beginning when they were younger or even when he was older. Seriously. Not only did she save Naruto from being decapitated from Zabuza, or when she saved the team to rescue uh, Hinata's younger sister from a hallucinogenic genjutsu that made them relive their own memories, she saved Naruto after he fought Tenori, which left him unconscious for three days while she healed him. Like, come on. And I think... Shit is crazy. I don't know if that's the same fight, or there's there's another fight that he did, too, where she was like, she, like, restarted this dude's heart. Like, come on. Like, pull the Neo from the Matrix. Like, it don't make no sense. Like... Her healing magic alone has been accounted for healing several important figures in the show on more than one occasion. And without her, they'd either be dead, used as puppets, right? Or or dead. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, stop. Stop playing with her. Like, yo, put some respect on her name. While she wasn't an adept in hand-to-hand combat, 
and has shown to be futile in certain moments against powerful ninja, right? In the same breath, after undergoing training with Tsunade and Kakashi, she proved herself to be as suitable as backup. So eventually she got pretty decent with the hands. I mean, I'm not saying it was the best, but it was still good enough to go against, you know, some notable people. Not not like really, really. I'm not going to give her too much credit. Like, I, I ain't going to really, really say that she's like the GOAT, but she is the GOAT, though. You feel what I'm saying? Like in certain regards. Right When Sasuke, Rockley, and Naruto kept making careless mistakes and kept getting clapped in the forest of death, it was Sakura who fought off ninjas and helped them survive due to her hardworking abilities from training. So it's like, at that time, you know, she was really, really perfecting who she was as a ninja. And she really, really held her own and really held it down when it came to saving these dudes because if she wasn't there, it would have been game over. It would have been game over. So needless to say, she has proven herself to be quite useful where it counts quality over quantity right and i know that can easily be argued because there were times where it's like come on sakura you really flipped the biscuit on that one <laughs> shout out to shout out to clutch you know what i mean could have destroyed obito's eye and there was times where you were like i finally caught up to these guys right you know there were times where you really could have just stepped in and just hit this dude so naruto and sasuke could have like you know really did something special but not you got thrown to the side but it doesn't change the fact of what I'm trying to argue here, you know, she even created, she even created a new jutsu to heal Konkuro when he got poisoned by sorcery and created the antidote to counter the poison as well. What? Like, come on, stop it, man. Put some respect on it right now, please. R-E-S, you know, B-T-B, respect, whatever. <laughs> her healing prowess has helped her save Naruto countless times, by the way. Sasuke, Gara, Karen. Hinata, Ninja in the Pain Arc, the Shinobi Alliance, Shikamaru, Tamari. I mean, come on. Too many people. Y'all all need to give her her flowers, man. Daisies, roses, tulips. I'm sorry, man. What the fuck you talking about? She can only do this with the extensive training she received from Lady Tsunade, right? One of the legendary Sonin. Like, come on now. Which, again, involves very specific chakra control that allowed her to transfer, allow for the transfer of chakra to an individual so they can heal almost instantly. Like, come on. People would be having messed up organs and really ruptured spleens and all these other types of stuff out here if it wasn't for Sakura. Come on. Simply put, without Sakura, a lot of the people in the show would have been dead five times over. That's just that's just a fact. I'm sorry. A lot of people don't want to hear it, but it's true. It's true. You feel me? Look, Naruto is unquestionably a very hardworking ninja, right? Unquestionably. He literally brought balance to Konoha and was considered one of the greatest Hokages of all time, arguably the greatest of all time in general, right? He has shown us time and time again that he has what it takes to be considered the GOAT of not only the series, but the manga as well. All of it. The GOAT. Had a son with Hinata. He's eventually going to be the GOAT. Sasuke had a kid with Sakura. Going to be the GOAT. I mean, come on. Like, he's the man. Lord Seventh, right? But that doesn't mean that there aren't other ninja that have had it harder than him or have trained harder than him to achieve feats he never will or to save his life so he was able to do the things he accomplished, right? I'm sorry, because again, without Sakura, bro, without Jiraiya, bruh, bruh, you wouldn't be where you are at today. Without Haruzin, <laughs> nah, nah, I'm joking. That nigga ain't shit. I'm sorry. I like to argue that all the time. My dude, Clutch. Again, so shout out to Clutch again. But, yo, listen. Those people that I mentioned, Jiraiya, Mike Guy, Rockley, and Sakura, need to be acknowledged more because they put in just as much effort as Naruto become who they are. Period. Period. 
If anything, I would say Naruto is a very, very adept and fast learner of, of really, really complicated jutsus, which again, I'm not saying don't take a lot of skill and determination to, to master because that's a lot, it's a lot to, of work to put into doing those things, right? But you got to give these people these flowers, man. I'm sorry because listen, they're some of the greatest ninja to ever be recorded in the history of ninja. And that's just a fact, you know, and we need to acknowledge it more. So shout out to Naruto 100%. I'm never going to shit on this dude's name ever, ever. Do I think he's the best? Yes. Do I think he deserves a lot of credit for the things that he did in the show? Yes. But to sit here and say that he's the most hardworking out of everyone, debatable. Debitable, you heard me? Like, shit is I'm crazy. sorry. I'm here to refute it. I'm gonna need my. I'm gonna need. Listen, I'm gonna need to talk about it. I'm gonna need to talk about it a little bit. I want y'all to chime in too. You know, the first episode, I think I was spot on. In this one, there might be some loopholes, but at the same time, I think I'm just in what I'm saying. You know what I mean? So you really, really gotta give these other ninja credit and give them, if not more credit than naruto because of their handicaps compared to this man they don't got karama who's just constantly feeding them chakra over and over and over again and if they did they probably surpass naruto to be honest with you i'm sorry like they have that type of potential you feel me so again shout out to sakura shout out to my guy shout out to rock lee shout out to jiraiya you know we gotta give these dudes some claps man because they put the work in you know what i mean but Nonetheless, I really do appreciate you guys rock with me for another episode, another edition of the Super Anime Podcast. Man, it's it's just going to get better and better from here. So just stay, stay patient, stay with your boy. I can't wait to drop the third episode. That one's really, really going to be crazy. I'm really going to be going all out on that one because it's something that's been on my mind for a while now. But I'm going to be alternating back and forth from superheroes to anime, superheroes from anime, each episode that I air. So to give you guys just a little schedule and idea of what's going on. But I really do appreciate you guys rocking with me. Thank you for all the love, the support. Make sure you follow at Super Anime Podcast, at Hieroglyphics, and just stay tuned for greatness. All right? Yeah, dude!